Good afternoon. Um, I think it's such a pleasure again to see what God is doing in the nations and what we, our job is to re-emphasize and remind ourselves why. Why do we gather thirst? Why do we speak like we speak? Why are we who we are? What is the call of God upon our lives? I want you to know that whoever, wherever you're watching from right now, however you feel, for you to be tuned in this afternoon, you've got a call. And it's almost 99% of times, if not 100, when you say to people, I mean, in those days when you're tired of counseling, people are coming in to see you and talk to you and see you and talk to you. You just develop one thing. You just say, there's a call of God over your life. You say, Ooh. Because you're tired, you know. It's just, so it gets people. But I'm not saying this afternoon for that because if you're here, you pay the price to be here. You fought some things that will ever lead to. Someone says, but... Um, what if today is my first time? You will pay that price if you're going to remain here. And it is based on that that I know that there is something God wants to do not in your life but through your life. There are nations that God wants to touch to, through your life. And imagine if somebody is going to touch something through something, what is the person's first job? To make the instrument useful. You didn't hear me. If it is about him doing things in your life, that's miracles. That doesn't take time because it doesn't need you. It just needs to get something to you. But it's a different ball game when you're talking about someone who wants to get things through. The instrument must be worked upon. And so if he's going to use Moses, it's going to work in Moses. In order to make Moses an instrument that is useful in his hands. If he doesn't need the generation that came out of Egypt, then he's going to give them miracles. He's going to give them manna. But his deal with Moses was more than manna. <laughs> the lack of Moses was not the one complaining of water in the desert. I should wait. Okay, I'll wait when you're ready. Well, it's fine. Moses was not the one that needed water in the desert. He was not the one complaining. It was the children of Israel. So for God, it is not a matter to give them water. Because they will thirst again. And Jesus will later tell them, if you drink of this water, you will keep coming to the wells. And, but you will have deeper questions in your life. But he said, if you drink of this water, 
It says he would drink of it, will thirst no more. But he came to a situation where he understands that as for the crowd, as for the people, they cannot be used by the Lord. He cannot pass things through them. But it is his will to give them things. Hey, it is God's will to bless the whole world. And God has no problem in blessing the whole world. The only thing is in order for him to bless the whole world, he has to put the right people, person in place, in position, in power. And so sometimes it will look as if God does not care about the world. I want you to remember John chapter 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He gave the world a gift. But he has to find a son. And until he finds his son, until he finds his prince, until he finds his present, he will almost look as if he neglects the world. But it takes time to walk on sons. It takes time to develop sons. So what happens to little kids who are sick at the time that God is still raising sons? Unfortunately, they will die of that sickness. Not because God wants to, to kill them, but also because he can't cure them. The cure, the recipe to the cure of the world, the recipe to the cure of poverty or hunger is in the hands of sons. It's already given to Adam. It cannot superimpose on Adam. So even the people that were cured in the wilderness, even the people who had water in the desert still died of thirst, still died of sickness. Because it can't help the world more than you can. So, because he gave all the power to Adam. So, he looks at us. He trusts us to come to a place of alignment with him. He asks us to embrace culture. Because culture is the changing ground. Everything is based on culture. It is on the culture. You have ideology and ideals. What makes Nini Nini is not this body. As beautiful as the body may be. But this is not her. She's driven by culture. What she wants to eat after service, who she wants to talk to, is all driven by culture. And so Jesus tells us, he said, except a man be born again, he will not be able to enter into the kingdom of God. In other words, God's love, love is the most powerful thing. Love is so powerful. Love is God. Scripture says God is love. But you see, His love could not change the world. And in leadership, God keeps teaching us, you do know that your love for this person will only destroy them. For God so loved the world that He gave His Son. But then, if the world do not believe, believe means to change the way you think, repent, believe. If they don't, they'll still perish as so as powerful as love is as powerful as much as it is God it does still it does not still have power to change you can't love a person out of poverty no matter how much you love them like they are your family member or your loved ones and you keep giving them money to let them escape poverty they still won't 
In fact, if you're not careful, you'll just give them enough money for them to attack you. Because they don't know what to do with love. So as much as God loves the world, he couldn't save it. Love is not enough to save the world even though love is everything. Every single thing. Powerful too. The only command of God. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your understanding. And the second that is like here, love your neighbor as yourself. But I can't love if my ideology and culture is not changed. I can't love. I'll be incapable of giving love or receiving it. Because I have a culture that affects and stops. I, 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 you, you, we grew up in culture of sex for love. It means love means sex. And many other things that guides love. And you, you grow up with a culture of love is the sharing of flower. You know, the wife is telling the husband, we've not been out for a while now. They're telling the wife, I thought you went out yesterday. Yeah. He said, no, we. I'm thinking, but you can't sure go out alone, right? Yeah. And so love is defined, I mean, it is defined by what is the most recent Hollywood movie and the people that we see and that's the definition of love. And when you don't have that, it is problematic because you are not loved, you know, there's no love. We don't spend time together anymore. Said you got busy, I got busy nothing wrong with those things i'm just saying that our culture of love yeah once affected contrary to scripture it has no power to save or to change anything even though it's powerful it cannot change anything things will remain the same so if there's anything to keep telling ourselves at least until we get to March, it's to check the culture. Certain things that we've come to believe, either thought in church or things that we received subconsciously, we don't even know where it came from. And I think many years I taught you about checking your thoughts and your ideals and your philosophy. The things that make you, you know, for us to have impact in this city, my culture about church has to change. I was born in church. Everything that I've been taught and no one basically sat me down to tell me this is how church must be. But because people keep repeating it, then we received it as a religion and we're not willing to change that mindset. And even we believe that God will not answer us if we don't do X, 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 X. Are those things wrong in themselves? They are not, probably they are not wrong. But because they've become a standard of belief, they become wrong to God. Jesus was having this conversation, and we're going to go into that scripture in a minute. In Matthew, he was having this conversation because of an issue that the Pharisees, the, um, yeah, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, because of that issue they brought up with him and they were accusing him of not obeying the commandments of God in regards to obeying the Sabbath. 
according to their law, it is very vital that if you are from God, they, they've, they've received religion so much so that if you're from God, according to them, it is no longer the impact. It is, the, it, it, it is not impact. Christians can overlook your impact as a church. They don't care if a PK is here from gang. They don't care if a, they don't care about the testimony of Nikki. They don't care about Shadia's story. They don't care about Park or S Rose. They see them now pastors in the church having their lives transformed. But you see, the issue is it doesn't, the way they change and what they change into does not look like the other of religion. So religion does not care about impact. It does not care about transforming lives. So there are times that Jesus will heal people and they will say, but you did it on a Sunday. Like, yeah, thank God that that guy is healed. But um, the way you did it is not right because we've embraced a religion. And this conversation eventually got so tough that Jesus made the most audacious statement. And I hope later in life you have time to think about the statement that Jesus made. Jesus said that the prostitutes and the tax collectors will be in the kingdom of heaven before you guys. Now that sounds just easy. It is not easy like a prostitute and a task collectors, those were the worst sinners of the day. And Jesus says, they will be in the kingdom before those who went to church, or go to church every Sunday. That's so audacious and they plan to kill him because there is no more answer for this guy. Just get rid of him because he's completely out of order because we have a culture of order. And if you can't follow this culture of order, you are a blasphemous person. But God calls us. The reason why God brought you out as divergent, whatever is bubbling in your spirit, whenever you hear pity talk, whatever is tearing up in your spirit, the reason why God brought you out is that love is not enough until it finds sacrifice. Love is meaningless. Are you listening to me today? Sacrifice is the first thing in nation building. There is no nation building without sacrifice. Greed is nation destruction. Africa is what Africa is today because you have many greedy people in power. So look at this now. God loved the world. So two things happened in that statement. For God so loved the world that he gave. He sacrificed. But please, as much as his sacrifice is important, what you should focus on for this morning or for this year or for years to come is the one who was sacrificed. I mean, I love the sacrificer, but you see the one who is going to feel the blade. You see the one who is going to feel the thorn. The one who will be pierced for our iniquity. I think we should look at him a bit more, a bit this afternoon, because that is the ground, that is the pillar of nation building. So why do I know it's called you out? Because you're willing to sacrifice. And that sacrifice is based on obedience. You understand that we've spoken about obedience. And so we are qualified to talk about sacrifice now. There is no nation building without sacrifice. Have you seen the way our parents brought us up in their churches? It's a church centered on greed. It's God bless me this year. It's not community. It's not nation. God help me. God bless me. God heal me. Everything is about me and me. And we hardly find a movement that says we. 
you understand we is more powerful in nation building than me because there will be times that you can't get a thing but Nikki can get it and if Nikki gets it it means that God has walked to that point in her life to get it to her through her for you but in a church where you're still preaching love each other and this person is just going through little pressure and say that's why I'm behaving like I'm behaving you already dissociate from your from your sister or your brother because of what you are going through and God tells us it's not about you and wherever he sees you it's not blessing this it's not touching it you know was discussing with Pastor Sam this morning and I'm talking about, I want you to listen to this very well and because I understand church. Church is a place where people say preach it to them. And I'm saying, have you considered you can walk with this person? Say, but the problem with working with most family is people just want to do their thing their way. Someone introduced a business to you and, but you have your own way. Say, but you, you were not making money. You were as broke as hell. Or as Christians, heaven. They are the same. Hell and Christians, heaven are the same. There's nothing there. Nothing. Oh, I feel heaven. I said, that means you feel nothing. Say, heaven is in my heart. You feel zero. It's a place we've been trying to go to for a while. Nobody wants to go. It's not a promising place. Look at this. So Jesus speaks to them. I'll tie all that up in a minute. Jesus speaks to them through his life first before his message. And he tells us the height of the manifestation of power, the kind of government is calling us into. I'll show you in a moment. It becomes a lifestyle that is larger than words. I'll show you in a minute. Actually, let's just go there, Pastor. Tell me. Um, that Matthew 11, I think, 12, right? Yes, sir. I think, start from verse 1, then we skip some verses. Start At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick some heads of grain. When and the Pharisees them. saw this, they, they said to him, look. Your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. He answered. Haven't you read what David did? I'm coming to David in a minute. We're talking of nation building. And when we talk of nation building, we cannot but talk of David. Can I have tissue? It's like you chose, if it's low chair, there will be children. If it's high, there's no need. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God. Did you see what David did when they were hungry on the day? Huh? On the day that they were not supposed to. They entered his disciples. I'm coming somewhere. God is more interested in disciples than in his own order. Because these disciples are the nation builders. There is no way for God to get the nation without the disciples. So if you know anyone that is a pitied disciple, if is Jesus' disciple you're not in a place to condemn their action or inaction is more interested in their discipleship than their holiness 
You didn't hear what I just said, did you? This is the form of their holiness and perfection. Do they align? But Jesus says, look, when I pick a people through whom I want to do a thing, I'm more concerned about their followership that they are falling in line with the other that be. So I talked about leaders wanting to do their thing. I said, but Sam, if you see someone wanting to do their thing, get them the hell out of my face. I don't care if it's Dami or Obi. I don't care who. It makes no sense. Because that's not discipleship. But I'm coming somewhere. If you, if you own the business that makes money and you're sitting down with someone that don't know it, it's two things. Some people pick up things and they go copy it. Look, once you start doing that, you should know that you're going to be so poor that even the poor will tell you, I'm blessed. Looking at you now, I thank God for my life. It's the most failing thing ever. It's, it's, it, it's the mindset of a failure. Just look at what he's doing and say, oh, wow. So if I register three people, I'm, wow, okay, thank you. He's going to do it without his blessing. Then you ask them, so where is it? And I say, it didn't work. See, it's not just that it didn't work. You've sown a future seed. Everybody now has to avoid you. Everybody who is sensible. There's nobody who is sensible. Let me tell you something quickly. I'm coming somewhere. This is going ahead of myself. Nobody that is sensible should ever associate with someone that has sat on television or YouTube to criticize a work or a person in the name of exposing them. If you are sensible, you should never be their friend. There is no important organization in the world that will look at that person and try to employ them. Even if they mean well. Yeah, Mr. Whistleblower. That's a nobody. You've seen an important person whistleblowing. I'm just being honest with you. But you are their friends. But the Bible says that a fool will be a companion to a fool. That's the fact. See, they are just my friend from get-go. No, they are not your friend. There is, no, I, I promise not to be using some words anymore. So let me just move on. Back to scriptures. Safe place. Pastor Nikki's and Pastor Shadia's. Let's read. We'll read from verse 1 to 48. Tell me. Verse 4. Verse 4. He entered the house of God and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread which was not lawful for them to do but only for the priests only the priests can eat this bread discipleship is more powerful than priesthood it is only lawful for priests but why were disciples more important they were the new priests The priest that God can relate with about nation building now is you. And you don't need to look like the priest that exists. So what God was saying in other words was, there is another priesthood. This new priesthood does not look like the old one. Hi. Hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you hear what I just said? This new priesthood does not have color on his neck. It might have chain like M.M. 
It's looking at this guy. He's got like four rings here. And the church where we're coming from, they just say, repent. He has not sinned, or they don't know if he's sinned. They just say, listen. We know we'll find something here. But the new priesthood that God was looking for, why is he more important to God than a guy who just finished Bible school? The guy who just finished Bible school is looking for his own way through in life. He is in church, haven't lived whatever life is lived or is living right now, still knows where to be. How do I describe that? That is the notion of discipleship. Discipleship is not about the perfection of your life. It's about the followership that you are able to put in place. However, in fact, the tougher and the more relevant you are in the world, you've been able to submit that to a certain order. Is what God recognizes. Did you hear what I just said? Uh, the problem with priests is that they've locked themselves too long in church that they are no longer relevant and because they are no longer relevant they are it's like because when someone is no longer relevant you give them a lot of rules because they irritate you no no you didn't hear me okay how do i say this and people will not revolt in their house fellowships um people give you rules because you're not relevant so you put a shoe they say why why yeah, you lift it by no, 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 no. So 50k, and you see the guy pick your shoe and say, No, that's where your shoe should be. That's so only a million. You don't say, Why did you put your shoe there? Why, why, why didn't you stand up? Why did you sit down? And so, and you say, No, sitting down is the right thing. Let him sit. Your parents do that. Your parents, people who love you, gave birth to you, pushed you through on naming day. Be relevant. Be irrelevant and see how much they talk and say, No, stand up. No, no, I don't like these children. You be a footballer. In case you still believe the notion of love, it is there. I'm sure they love you. It's just, it's not powerful enough. It's not powerful enough. Now look at this now, and maybe we probably all do it. But look at this. What God was looking for is looking at these priests. They can't touch nations. They can't change anything. So it just keep bombarding them with laws. At the point he told them, you see this bread? Eat it only on weekend. Because I hate you. That's the issue. It doesn't care about, imagine, what does God care about bread on a Sunday or on a Friday for? And someone might say, no, you don't understand the epistle of, listen, then the disciples came in and just went and heard it. Because Peter, having had a business, this is not even sowing, having had a business, was able to sacrifice it and follow. And once God see that followership, they become more relevant to God and now that they've eaten the bread, the only bread, will God kill them? You didn't hear me. Now that they've eaten just bread, will God kill them for it? But if a priest tries it, God will kill him. Because God is saying, I wanted to kill you anyway. You ate the bread. <laughs> Come. Because it's not useful anyways. Holiness without impact is useless. 
it means nothing so why did I say that I believe there is a call of God over your life because your disciples have seen the manifestation of your art so when someone outside sit down and say you see that guy fornicated yesterday God says mm, uh, we'll sort it out among ourselves and another priest does it God says <laughs> die you shall die it's not useful it's not useful I'm saying this from deeper experience that I wish I can tell you more, but I can't so that you don't get it twisted. It's just not useful. There are people that get to a place where they are not disposable, even by the supreme being. In case you still don't believe, how about David? He wanted to get Saul anyways. So it's like everything Saul was doing was irritating. He's going to get ships now. He's sacrificing to God. And God says, I don't like this sacrifice. Someone had just given him a word. Now, Saul is trying to beg. Hi. He loves his father so much, he wanted to hold the legs of his father. Then he tore the garment a little bit and his father, God looked at him through his father and said, as you've torn my garment, so your kingdom will be torn. What? What? Because he was no longer a disciple of anything. Saul had made up his own mind to be his own man. Doing his own thing, his own way. What is God's call over your life? It is not the call of selfishness or greed. Once that enters into a person, the result of it. Look no further to hell. Don't look for the description of hell. Look at Africa. There's no need. It's no need to be looking for what hell looks like. It's no need. Look at six hours continent away, just six hours or five hours away, you'll find it. What created it? Greed and selfishness. People who are their own men. God detects those, detests and detects those spirits on the inside of people even when they don't have no money yet. They don't have anything but God who knows the intent and the making of the mind and the making of the heart when the word is coming out because the word is a designer when the word to make you is coming out it discerns the art the intent of the heart he knows you more than you think it does and he says Toby you can love this person but we will not give him any blessing because we know him more than you do we know the word is a designer. So as the word is coming out, it's saying the, the word of wealth is coming out. And God goes, I won't use any one example, goes all through the road. He's looking for someone whose heart is loyal towards him. He, he, he cannot endure them. He, he, when he blesses them, the one whose heart is loyal towards him, it begins to perfect them over the years. And there are some flaws that will never go away from you. Don't let anybody deceive you. There are some flaws you will always have. There are some flaws that will always be there. Holiness will not be able to get rid of it. And if you don't know that fact, you will struggle in silence because you will think I'm deceived to think you are holy. But for me, I'm just looking, you're a disciple, that's fine. But don't think I don't know what you did last night in your bedroom. I know I will get a reaction. That's why. I... <laughs> Speak to me. Verse 5. Oh, 
haven't you read in the law? That? The priests on Sabbath duty in the temple desecrate the Sabbath and yet are innocent. Did you see this? No, no, no. Did you see this? Because when, if you don't understand this, you say, well, but the priest got away with it. Look at what he said carefully. But the priests... Haven't you read in the law that the priests on Sabbath duty... They were on duty. Hi. He was... He, he, he emphasized that whilst on duty, they desecrated. It's duty. It's not because they are priests. It's because of the duty. They got away with desecration because they were on duty. Not because they are priests. I think that's too much for you. So let me leave it. Speak on, please. And yet are innocent. I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. In all Christianity, everything Christianity, everything everybody has spent money to build in Christianity, all the temple of Solomon that they idolize and they worship in, Jesus looks at them and say, something greater than all that is here. Assignment is here. It's greater than many years of building Pentecostalism. At one assignment, one person is more powerful than all the Vatican village or city. He said, he that is greater than the temple. Because the temple in those days had not just become a symbol of worship. It's a symbol of economy as well. It's a symbol of everything. And now Jesus says, the word I speak to you, greater than the temple. It was just with 12 men. Imagine 12 men and the women that supported the ministry moving around London, moving around wherever and they are saying we are greater than the Vatican City, greater than everything because of a word. In this word, I want to show you something in Matthew 12 because in that Matthew 12, I want to establish the order of the word, the guarantee that makes us talk about much. The program in March. Why? What is it? Because what happens with every program God calls for? For those who sacrifice and obey, what happens is you carry the word, the inauguration word, the commissioning word. So everyone that is given into it, either time, resources, whatever they are given into it, they experience the blessing without a pity praying for them. Because there was a commissioning word. This is why. That word is why we do it. Not, well, let's just gather as a church. Because if that's the case, you will not have more power than those who are gathering as a church and have yearly convention. What is the word? We'll get there in a minute. Look at this. Still in Matthew 12. If you had known what these words mean, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. You will not have condemned the innocent. Tell me. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Did you see what he said he desires? Mercy. It doesn't want their sacrifice. So pastor, are we talking about sacrifice then? You'll see it in a moment. Look at this. Going on from that place, he uh. went into their synagogue. Uh. And a man with a shriveled hand was there. Uh -huh. Looking for a reason to bring charges against Jesus. They asked him. Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? Do you see these guys? They don't care about the lives that is changed. Have you heard people talk about Spark Nation before if they still do? In their negative way. I, I, I don't know if they still do. 
it's not the fact that life is changed. As in, you can see someone drop knife on the altar. Let's even say once in a lifetime, which churches, 99% of church will never see a hopna drop on the altar. Hopna. 99 will not see it, yet the people there believe God was in their midst and you should ask to do exactly what. If you believe it was dead this Sunday to do exactly what? Tell the same story. You know what you do after service. You fight one another. You show clothes to one another. And we're not talking, this you can show. Traditional clothes. So look at her headgear. She thinks she can oppress everyone. Headgear is five pounds. And you're jealous of that. If you think that's far-fetched, there's been a situation on rice. When people use scripture about rice. That rice was your rice, but the moment it stepped into this church, it is no longer your rice. I'm not making this up. I'm not making it up. It's no longer your rice, it's God's rice. And the other one says, no, it is mine. These guys just finished from a service that God came to. God. It's entertaining and it's fine, but look at this now. In those churches, I, I want to go ahead of my, but let me chill. Go on, please. He said to them, if any of you has a sheep and it falls into on a the pit, Sabbath, would you not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Therefore, it's his law. So he healed the guy because he's more focused on impact than style. Is impact. Then it gives us a word for the fee, for, for March. It gives us a word for this season. Look at verse 15. Aware of this, they wanted to kill him. Aware of this, Jesus withdrew from that place. A loud crowd followed him and he healed all who were healed. And then someone asked me a question. But you say that church and stuff is not about healing. Uh, today it's not. It's more than that. Because they didn't have NHS. Medical science is not as advanced. And in case you still don't believe that, the Bible says he healed all. If you believe in crusade of healing, go there and see how many people are healed. He healed all. So if it's not all, it's not the one healing. Most times you see crutches taken from people, they just take their crutches back. So if someone says in church, whilst I was growing up, I was a young child. They say these crutches is ill, but I saw the lady struggling to go home. I said, sir, can you give her back her freaking crutches? And I got slapped for that. Excuse me, what is wrong with that? Give her the thing. Why are you doing this? He said, it's faith. Yeah, if it's faith, you said you were healed. Why are you struggling? Take your crutches. Oh, don't worry. God will heal him tomorrow morning. Yeah, okay, that's fine. But hold the crutches till then. A pastor praying for you against witches and he's running from armed robbers. (laughs) 
He's calling witches, come and then he hears pa pa pa. And then he said, What's going on? You, you had power over witches. Excuse me, there are no witches in Africa. The witches in Africa are the, from the president, the vice president, wizard, African Nigeria. The president is a witch, the vice president, a wizard, the house of senate, the commons, the, every politician, they are the witches. Listen, there's a witch sucking my blood. They are the ones go and meet Mr. Buhari. He's the one sucking the blood of everyone through everyone else. These guys still believe in the notion of witches. So imagine, imagine a pastor drives to church on Sunday morning, has no businesses set up, has no people he's empowering, pulls up in the Rolls Royce and tells them to pray for their witches to die. I don't understand. Some of your parents still believe in witches. And the same parent that believe in witches tells you about spark. There's no intelligence balance. They can't know. They don't have the capacity to understand the dimensions of these. They still believe a witch, actually a witch. There was a crusade, like a movement in Nigeria. You should pray for mothers. All of a sudden, people just believe their mothers are um, responsible for their downfall. Like your own mom. And people were saying it, praying about it, saying it. Now, I, you think these people have the brilliance to build a nation? They believe in witches. It's unbelievable. Someone says, oh, look at this. So, so, so. People practice, practice witchcraft. You understand? There is a practice of witchcraft. Greed is witchcraft. Selfishness is witchcraft. Do people mix magical power for witchcraft? Yes. But that this person is permanently, it turns to a bird at night. Imagine someone saying, oh, this guy is delivered. I say, it's nice to meet you. How are you? How is the witchcraft? How is witches stuff going? You believe that they can turn the destiny of a nation? Nations are built on sacrifices and self-determination. <laughs> yes, by the mandate of heavens. This man who has no time to develop himself mentally believes that a witch is the one responsible for his non-development. So the witch next door is why you cannot think the witch next door is why you cannot make money? Said, yes, she appears to me in my dream. If that witch was aware you are that scared of him, it should be taxing you. Just say, um, hello, every month pay me X amount, so I won't disturb you in your dream. Look at these things. Because in religious world, and that's the extreme of those ones, are there no dark powers? The Bible says, For the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and all that, and bringing into captivity every thought, 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 thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Thoughts, thoughts, your thoughts, your problem, your world. Not Mrs. So 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 and so down the line. 
why am I emphasizing this? Because you're already black. There's no black person that doesn't believe that which is affecting them. If you don't believe it now, sometime down the road, you will believe. And quickly you will pick the responsible witch. Say, it's her. Whenever I go to their house, it's already in your bloodline. That's why you must disconnect it. Bring it into captivity every thought. But this is not where I'm going. Look at Jesus now. Back to scriptures. He warned them not to tell others about him. Uh-huh. This was to, feel, to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Saying, Here is my servant this whom is I have This is the commission chosen. now. This is a commission. This is where I want to start and hand her. Here is my servant. Leave the scripture there. Whom? I have chosen. The one? I love. In whom? I delight. Look at what his duty will be. I will put my spirit on him. Wait. Now again like Thursday we're going to find what does the spirit do? I will put my spirit on him because it's not about him. I want to do something through him. I will put my spirit on him so that he will begin to speak in tongues. So that he will begin to roll on the floor. I will put my spirit on him and he will proclaim justice to the nations. When the spirit come in, so look at all this set up. We're talking about discipleship. I will put my spirit on him. Here is my servant. Whom I have chosen. Why did I start from verse 1? Because it started to, it started to talk about this order. Which is heaven's order. Yes, they were blaming him for healing on the Sabbath. Then in that disorder, we saw his disciples. And he said, you see this style? He said, this is the fulfillment. Can you imagine that the fulfillment of what Isaiah spoke about was that he healed on the Sabbath. The fulfillment of what Isaiah spoke about was that it did not fit into the religious order. It just impact over style. Now, those manifestations was why God says, here is my chosen one. So if, if you are smart nation, what he's saying to you now is, this is my chosen one. How do you know you don't fit into the norm? How do you know you are? Because without this word, we might as well just be doing what we like. But this word shows us that we are in line. How did he say what fulfills Isaiah's prophecy? He healed on the Sabbath. He had a confrontation with the religious style of the day. But he's still speaking. Then he says, all these things that you see him doing, I will therefore put my spirit upon him and he will proclaim justice. Hi. Tell me, I said leave the scripture on the screen now. And he will proclaim oh, justice I can see. Thank you. to the nations. He will proclaim justice to the nations. That is the function of the Holy Ghost in your life. So, so when we've been sparked, different, divergent, that's not where we're going. We're not stopping with the Sabbath. We're not stopping with knives just being dropped. We're not stopping. Our job is to proclaim. And what therefore is justice? Kai, this is where I start the word from and end. 
what is justice if you go to the church of normal and the church of norms have you seen the announce announcement time before announcement time is don't put your back down next week is sister mary's wedding next after tomorrow sister nobody is going to give birth and then nobody will be christian and no name will be given to mr nobody who is coming from mrs and mr nobody have you seen the announcement next year is our you will become nothing reviver have you seen the announcement today yesterday we gave xx amount justice do you understand this justice justice is the fact that there must be prosperity but prosperity must spread to some other people justice it is unjust for a talent like Sam or Oni or Dami or, or, or Buki to still be out there in the world lavishing away, not having direction. Whereas the pastor pulls up nice and says, praise God, injustice. Africa is filled with injustice. People, there will be extreme rich and extreme poor injustice what is Christ's work what is the work of the spirit to proclaim justice feeding the poor is fair enough but raising the children of the poor to begin to be entrepreneur is justice so when I heard Daniel announcing that is a justice service if I'm the only one who pulls up this nice this morning it is injustice but have you seen on your shoes because it's only justice equity it comes from sacrifice and what is the breeding ground of injustice selfishness when it is just about you and people walk to church pompous about their righteousness and holiness because if you're not you're not going to hold the microphone and begin to tell people how bad they are injustice injustice is for Pete Park to feel that he has so much talent but he can use that talent to become a millionaire billionaire music right and the world will remain that way he will become that mover out of the ends build his own little world and sometimes when his conscience strikes him he will attend rally will say you people that are, and then it's phew, injustice injustice what is this work of the spirit justice because justice also is not it's not rallies you'll see it in a minute it will say when the fullness of the spirit comes you we won't be in rallies it is a place of expression yes but as you grow mature look at the scripture that talks about that look at this quickly he will not quarrel or cry out did you see this it will not quarrel or cry out no one will hear his voice in the street this is the next version or next level of power where God is calling you to influence without loud voice I did you hear what I just said in influence so if PT is 60 and I'm still trying to organize rally on the street it means I missed it rallies on the street start first 
but there is a place of power now it will not quarrel it will not cry out no one will hear his voice in the street his style will be more powerful than his voice his style is voicing it out for a while but after a while he can't talk no more that's what I'm saying. I don't need to preach this to millions of people. When we get to places where we have influence, either from the cars to the dwellers to whoever else, I'm not preaching there. But they know who just came. And they don't stop, they don't stop talking about who just came. For months and months after they're talking about PT showed up. The voice came first. But after I went on the street, I can cry out in this house, but on the streets, there's no crying out. Hey, why? Because you've gone through the levels to fulfill that prophecy. He said, this is the prophecy, you remember? He said, so that what Isaiah said, and God looks at everything he's done, he's healed on Sabbath, he's broken the synagogue rule. God looks at that and said, this is my guy. This is the son I've been working on. Are you listening to me this afternoon? It will not quarrel or cry out. I thought it was true with nations, but look at this. Look at verse 20. A bruised reed, he will not break. A bruised reed, it will not break. You know what a reed is? A reed is already weak. And now it's bruised. When we get to the street, we will not break those who are broken already. They are bruised. Our job is not to tell the prostitute that they are going to hell. It's not to print leaflets with a bloody Jesus just saying, accept me or die. You are, you are breaking bruised reeds. This is counterproductive. A bruised reed he will not break. And, and a smoldering wick. He will not snuff out. Till he has brought justice through to victory. Do you know what it means to bring justice to victory? What I'm saying to you is that you saw wealth nation yesterday forget wealth nation you saw how many years you've been impacting your community that system that culture will be brought to victory now, do you know what that means right now it looks like it's helping five people it looks like it's three people it looks like it's just in Camberwell it looks like it's just in Croydon what we did in Croydon was justice but the Bible is saying, God is saying this afternoon that the Holy Ghost is on you to bring justice to victory. So justice as a fight. I, justice, is, justice is fighting right now. And at the time justice is fighting to take Nigeria, it's going to fight to take Ghana. It is justice because what you did was a just life. Forget the injustice done to you. This is what the Spirit does until He has brought justice to victory. I never saw this scripture. So, justice does not necessarily mean being embraced. It doesn't mean you will be embraced. But you must know justice. It's got to be a culture. You must know that justice has a fight. When you're employing people and you're paying them on time and you're trying to make people prosper, it is justice. Sometimes it will not work out quick, but you will bring it to victory. It is justice to have announcements like that. 
And if you don't know scriptures, you'll think, when will the whole country know about this and see the great work you do? God says, the spirit is there until it will not leave. Until you've brought justice into victory. That is your assignment, nation, family. So we try again. However we are eat, we'll try again because what you're doing is justice. Again, I repeat, if I was standing here today, the only rich guy and everybody looks like they are in rags, it's not justice. It's not justice. You can't sleep well in a mansion when you know that all your soldiers are in mud houses. It's not justice. But you see, this lifestyle has its consequences. But God says, the only thing the Holy Spirit is doing in your life is to bring your culture, which is justice. So if I want to get victory, what should I do? I'll take justice. Mm -mm. I won't take victory, I'll take justice. And with justice, I'm fighting towards victory. I'm using my justice. When I found a jade, when Sam found a jade, and you, you took her along and said, no, not that life, this life. This is the life. And if Jed made mistakes, what would you do? A bruise to read. She will not break. You will not snuff out a fire that is dying. You're going to bring it along with you until you've brought, how do I say this? Until you've brought justice. So Jed's name now is justice. Not pastor. Because you must check why did you house her? Because of justice. You felt like our community, the black community or the young community has gone through so much injustice. Don't shout on the street. Don't worry. Take Jade. Don't worry. Take Sam. Where, how, am I, how, how are you going to win the Ghanaian or Nigerian election? Take, take this justice. Because I could have turned him to a pastor. He comes up with a business idea. I said, yeah, make me the director. Make me the owner. I'll pay you. You'll be working. I'll pay you. That's not justice. But if it's justice, when we met him, we're saying, this guy is supposed to be a millionaire and a pastor and the leader of a church so it's only right if I work for a church and all the princes have worked with me I can hand over to them so how do I get to victory I take him I lean on the spirit and we say let's walk this journey together I'm not taking a holy Sam who has no sexual sin that's God's problem with him for me I'm taking I'm saying God justice I hold another justice Because you are justice though. Real pain in the house, justice, but no worries. These two that I own are justice. They are not Minister Kelly or Pastor Sam in their highest form of holiness. They are the justice of a mind that is made up by the Spirit until he has taken justice into victory the taking of a nation is old enough justice thank you gentlemen is old enough justice with you not cv if you have a good cv you will get a good job if you have good justice you will get nations the bible says when the righteous rule 
the people rejoice does God want people to rejoice yes but he must find a justice man what is the essence of money if it is not creating justice there's a pipe down live a quiet life just pipe down thinking who is this dead man talking to yeah so I'm going to take all you have and you'll be gone this dead man talking to how can I reach a generation that has no justice whose rapper and their singers have taken all they have and these rappers still have the guts to face pastors pastors are right are wrong they are right but it's poor people's money that buy their album you are the one that makes them then celebrate them how dumb you refuse to make your own brother but you see a distance guy be me say, ah, that guy is so good he's not good he has no justice but you see he's just also entertaining the community he's not thinking about taking nations so a nation taking a nation building you take justice when you get back to your houses you look at it as justice you take that justice into victory by yielding to the holy ghost it is not justice to live in a mansion I haven't never housed anybody all your life but you paid tithe what is tithe? it's tithe in the New Testament why are you giving? justice and I can talk about the culture of justice forever the culture of justice is what forms um, hope dealers or soul snatchers you can't save everybody you love them but you can't save them but justice is at least reach them why are there churches asking for offering this morning knowing that they are not going to reach anybody? That's fraud. That's the real fraud. Not me, them. You know you're not going to reach anybody. You know. You know. Look, let's finish this scripture. Verse 21, see this. It's not true with nations. In his name, the nations will put their hope. Do you see why 2022 hope? Uh-huh. Because I know you don't know why till now. This is the commission in scripture. In his name, the nations will put their hope. Why do you gather in March? His name. It said the nations will imagine when people see a pity, they just see hope. That's all. Imagine me hiding in a corner because when people say just pipe down, just pipe, they want to do business with you and they know that the first rule of business is you have to be hidden. Because if you are not hidden, you are in the firing line. So any little thing, people can point to you. People can cheat you. They can say it and you would have to say, no, 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 don't worry. I'll pay you. I'm saying, no, I won't pay. And no, I won't get out of the face of people. It's just going to be rough. It's going to be a rough play. Because I need to reach people. Businessmen don't want to reach people. I don't get the concept of making endless money if it is not to show people that there is hope. Those are the real greedy people. As in, you can have nice, 10 nice watches and just keep it in your room. Just look at it in the morning and quickly hide it. Those are the materialistic people. It's not those who show off. Those who show off, you know why you're wearing it and you say, hey, look at me. And we say, you who can look at it quietly and enjoy a watch. What's a watch? 
and you can feel you are something because of it, you are the one we are talking about greed and, and materialism. Not the only that can drive a Ferrari around. It's not driving a Ferrari because it likes it. People see it. Paul see it and say, wow, I can aspire to be that. Because they know his story. But if he hides it, then it's materialistic. That means that can make him something in his name. This is why we're asking for all the registrations for March. This is what scripture says. In his name, all nations will put their hope. So it is based on this scripture that I believe whoever is participating in this, I don't mean those who last minute register people and say, yeah, the ones that are reminded through announcement. You know announcement in church. You have to repeat things as if you are talking to people who have lost their mind. Say, so don't put your post down. Don't put your post down. Don't put your back. Don't put your... No, people who already are fired up in their spirit. They are fired up about their sowing. They know... Churches claim love for young people. And, and when they claim love for them, there are churches I've seen even pray. When I first met Bookie, I've told you this story before. I was just in my uncle's church with my brother. And these parents sit down to pray for stubborn children. Let's pray for our young people. They pointed their talking gabberish. Those guys are not filled with the Spirit. They don't have the Holy Ghost. They don't have the Holy Spirit. And I'm thinking, um, sir, stop. Can someone just go talk to them? And it's not just talk. If they see your life sacrificial, they'll follow it. So let's just pray for all the kids of this world. But she's going to work tomorrow. Forgetting them till there's another stabbing. Injustice injustice you wanted to read a scripture let me close this service please tpt sir tell me and the fame of his name will birth hope among the people you've seen that the fame of his name the fame of his spark nation name because we just didn't make ourselves the fame of the name of a peter will birth hope people will hope they will have hope because they hear you there's no pity without you there's no spark nation without you. Even those who want to talk against spark nation, eventually they think it through and realize if a church can become this popular, in its name, there are people who have come here or seen you from a distance. They may no longer be here, but they are watching you. Now they are trying to copy some of the things you do. Some people from COD, one guy walking around the city with foul trying to do business deal. No, no, not from COD, from the dead um, nature. Walking around the city carrying fouls. It's in a way. It wants to copy. And I say, look, keep carrying that foul because I need to trust you enough to employ for these guys, when Obi or no Obi, definitely not. The, your youngest come and say, we want to employ a gate man in 20 years' time. He is loyal. He just can't be loyal to the real thing. But that's still fine because you'll be secured. 
His name will birth hope. So I want you to go as ambassadors filled with the Spirit, understanding what the function of the Holy Spirit in you is. It is to proclaim justice. You gave me some scriptures about let justice reign. Justice is a culture. Many times when you hear justice, you just think judgment. No, they are not the same. It's not judgment, it's justice. What is right, what is fair, what I commended to you is what is right. I've never asked you guys to give what I've not given before. And we don't go stash up something somewhere and say, yeah, you guys, you're supposed to give because I'm the pastor. No. Whatever we do, we all do justice. How did we even learn to do these things? The Spirit came on us and we're doing it subconsciously. If I know he's poor, I won't be at rest. I won't let him give. I won't. In his name, the nations. So when God keeps repeating to us that in everyone there are three people to register, three. Justice. People that God is holding you accountable for on the street. What if we don't give like we give? What if the name Pity or whatever is just a corner name? Somewhere. It's unjust for them. Because the nations will have no name to put hope in. When elections are won, they are won on the ground of a person. It's a name. People will say, Boris Johnson can save us. Hope in that name. They would say, Donald Trump can't save us. They will say, this Obama guy, hope that, that, that year can save us. They are putting hope in the name. And what the political world has mastered because they know people won't ask them questions is they come with hope. They say, I will. So we have a campaign going on in the world right now, guys. Spark Nation is a campaign. But we must not stop there. We must be daring enough to say pity is a campaign. If you believe in the works, the people that in court have produced, then that's up to the nation. So you know if pity steps in Nigeria or Ghana or wherever to run something, it will just build billionaires and millionaires. Should know it. Now, the nations don't know that yet. So what is our giving? You're funding a campaign. This man here is a campaign of justice knowing that a president must not have 30, 40 car convoy and the people in the country cannot buy cars for cheap. Affordable car. Do you understand these things? So yes, I agree with the critics. It's not the, it's not the normal church. But you see these people so that you see that they, even though they use English, they are imbeciles. UK prayers are imbecilic people. They call me self-appointed pastor. Self-appointed. Fine. What makes Boris Johnson Boris Johnson? What school did he go to to lead you and your grandchildren to come? You think they are wise? He is a guy who comes up and says, hey, I can help this country. Who appointed him? What school? 
and in all the nations of the world. How many leaders go to leadership school? They appointed themselves as the solution. And you put your trust in them. You put your hope in them. When a campaign is the campaign of hope, it doesn't start with 100,000 people. You've campaigned successfully and you've shown people from what nation, three people, five people, from all your houses to all the house leaders. You've campaigned to people. You're campaigning on a daily basis. Evangelism is campaign. So don't go tell them about a guy who is in the sky because they won't follow him. You see how the car industry is running after us. It's not because of Jesus. They've seen a PT. The political campaign, the campaign of rulership, of justice that we're in is gaining ground among nations, guys. It's gaining ground. We're getting more popular because they can't put their hope in that which they don't know. And people stop us on the street or stop us in shopping malls. They are beginning to put their hope in a system that they can see that is working. All of a sudden, it metamorphosizes from, oh, we like how pretty dresses to, oh, we know Pablo, oh, we know, oh, oh I know Dami. Oh, the campaign is gaining ground. It is not time for us to stop. It is time for us to put energy and synergy and obedience and strength and power and skill together. Don't just rush to be yourself. What your parents, our parents are teaching us to be individualistic is how they, how they produce the current Africa and the West Indians. It's self, 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 self. That's why their nation is like their nations are right now. But if we join hands together, if we join resources together, if we join skills together, in your daily life, you are bringing justice to victory. Lift up your hands this afternoon. Let's uprise. In all the houses, tell you something when you give and the times that I have time to check what fellowship or house gave what when I see a house down I ask your brothers why why is power based on this kind of figure what is this why how I'm not talking to um, uh, of the people in Bible. I'm talking to their brother. Is there a business thing you didn't show your brothers? Why? And they have to state it. Or why is um, COD on this level? Then they will have to state it's called justice. So that everybody can grow at the same pace. But you see, because God is also a designer of thought. He knows the things that he won't give you because he knows you're selfish. He smells the selfish man who is greedy from a mile off. Because they've started playing music, let me repeat. Everything our parents taught us is how they 
produce the current Africa. All the philosophy. Don't let them point hands to the president. They are, if, if they were the president, they would do the same. It's them, 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 them. Everything is about them. So when we say let uprise, he's giving us a scripture for match. Do justice. Don't cheat one another. It's not justice. And those of you who hear the art of, 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 of they want to cheat me, you wear before even you listen to the other person. You haven't listened. Or you go take side with people. You hear one man's opinion and you take side. No, there are people that can be around for years and in their mind, oh, everybody just wants to cheat me. God smells the greedy man from a mile off. Businessmen or women cannot save Nigeria. You are the ones, or Ghana, or UK, or the hands. You are the one that will bring justice into victory. That's the call of God over your life. And as we march towards march and we're all mobilizing together, all moving together, all synergizing together, there is no power of sin or death that is powerful enough to stop you because he's looking for disciples. I rest my case. May the blessing of God be upon you. May the grace of the Spirit be upon you. Bring the camera to me. Everyone, bring the camera to me. Don't worry. I said bring the camera to me. But thank you. Everyone that is partner of this work, everyone working with this work, remember, we're in a campaign to bring justice. Wait, what is, what is our own justice? Everyone should prosper. There's no single person that can do that. Everything we give goes back to. Right now, the most expensive thing that we do is advert. That's the most expensive thing. And then someone will say, where is he on CNN or no? The man standing in front of you is the advert for all of you. So when I sit in front of a bank or whatever, I'm talking about a, an only doors and places they will never have gotten to. Say, let's go. This is a billionaire. Let's talk. Why? Because you advertise the person. And the adverts open doors. Now, don't be in a rush for that to happen. They say, but they've never called me to a meeting. It's not pity that will call you into a meeting. It will be another layer of another layer until it gets to you. If you believe, those who come to God must believe. And if you don't believe, if anytime you hear that, I say, mm, he will not bless you. Nothing is going to happen. And guess what? You can't do anything to anyone. It's okay. I pray the prayer of justice for you this afternoon. So, I've seen people say, I love Ghana, so I love my nation so much. I'm going to go there and start a rally, a movement. It will not work. It will not work. Hey, bring the camera so that if you want to cry, you can cry. If you go to the nations, the nation will take you. Before we know it, you have four babies. Named after the condition of the nation. If you're angry, be angry. Say, oh, he's trying to talk to me. I'm not your mate anymore. When you were, we're friends, it's not that way. It's changed. Truth is truth. Nations will take you in and swallow you, chew you and spit you out. You, you go to the nation as a family. You, re, you take justice with you. 
because of what God has done in the nations. And until that time comes, you don't rush. That's the call of God over your life. So you start from this match. Your pastor has already set the target for March. We're going to get to 1.5 M. You listen, that, that's no longer a, a, a figure in this house. I hope you know that. It's just we can't be announcing and saying things. So we have to just keep quiet. I will announce everything and say the day I'm flying, every garden thing. But not now. I love the God of all days because the song details everything and I hope you will have five minutes to worship with us. I'm just going to worship with Livingstone Choir. I don't know what God is doing in you right now. But maybe you've come to the point where you've stopped asking God for things because you've asked and asked and God is singing without singing but he's indicating by singing without saying that what he wants to do in your life is not to give you something. It wants to give the world something through you. You are a gift to the world and it wants to equip you with that. Start with the soul snatching thing. Start with the match program. Let us bring justice to victory. All I'm saying to you is that now than before, justice is near victory. I've seen the most surprising thing in my life, like nations came to us where I held the microphone 17 years ago as a nobody, still sitting in the same position, leaders of nations coming to where I'm sitting. What else can I say about the world? I've seen days that we struggle to pay 300 pounds as bill of 1k as bill to the days where people are bringing hundreds of thousands and I don't have time to check it. I've seen it. But why am I saying that? A testimony? No. I'm saying it because our ends have handled it and it is based on one consistency just sitting in the same place and doing seed and sow seed and sow and as we're growing into what God is doing I'm beginning to see that what we were bringing one thing that we didn't bring from the past we didn't bring money from five years ago it's not the money investment of five years ago that is helping us today no, it is the justice of ten years ago they didn't hear me, Lord. What did I bring when our, our friends brought the houses they built in villages? They are bringing it into this year and it's irrelevant. But what did I bring? All I had was when I met a Sam, a PK, a Shadia. Those were my justice and they are now in the future. They are now in the present with me. Go get your own justice and bring it to victory. God bless you.